AgriTalk is brought to you by Full Scale from Helena. Grow Strong returns this season with breakthrough foliar nutrition from Full Scale at Reproduction. And by Propane. Propane is the energy for everyone, especially farmers. Environmentally friendly propane can fuel most anything on the farm. See how at propane.com. Mixed trade in the grain markets today, but the wheat market is working to correct an oversold condition. Soybeans have reconnected with soybean oil, which reconnected with crude oil. And the sellers came rolling back into the livestock markets. But you know what? Hey, let's break away from the day-to-day and go big picture on this afternoon's AgriTalk. Live from the handsome newsman Buary via Farm Journal broadcast, this is AgriTalk. This morning, we'll talk with J-Rod Creed from JC Marketing. And right after the news, Todd Bubba Horwitz from BubbaTrading.com. I am handsome newsman Davis Michelson. Hello. Now the host of AgriTalk, Jeff Laurie. All right, Davis. You know, going to break away from the everyday. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> All right. Love it. Welcome. Welcome to AgriTalk. So last week when I reached out to Jared to see if he would like to come on the show today, mm-hmm. um, you know, I knew that there was a football game this weekend. I know that he's a big KC Chiefs fan, and I thought, yeah. you know, he goes to the games and stuff like that. And and I'm thinking to myself, ah, it, it will be. You know, after that victory, I started thinking to myself, I don't know if he's going to be fit or not. <laughs> for hard the telling. Show. Hard telling. But, no, 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 it's not hard telling because we've communicated a little bit here this morning about uh, what he would like to talk about on the show. He, we've got a a super outline. This is going to be, this is going to be really good. Some, uh, it, it will get everybody's thought process started on some very critical issues out there. All well, that's right, good because because the uh, giant concavity game is coming up in in just what eleven days. You know what I mean? We're going yeah. to need to start getting it all sorted out between now and then. Be- yeah, exactly. I got to feel. We might talk a little bit about that. Yeah, I don't. It, it, I, I don't Maybe know if we we're going to be able to avoid talking a little bit about that. <laughs> Make him bring it up. Let's you see how long it should? takes him. <laughs> oh, man, that, that is might be the way to go. Yeah. Might be. Might be. All right. Like I said, I'm glad that you are all with us this afternoon. Uh, we got to clear the way for Bubba. Let's go ahead and get to the news. You bet. Well, wheat futures were mixed with traders still weighing the risk of winter kill from a second cold snap on the hard red winter wheat crop. While ice is forcing people in Texas, Oklahoma, and Arkansas off the roads today, the precipitation is welcome. Although the precip is mainly south and east of HRW growing areas, March soft red futures opened to just a half cent lower, then fell to test support under 750 before recovering to close just below the opening range. The inside trading day in front month SRW points to more consolidation around 750 for the near term. March hard red winter wheat futures five and a half cents higher, eight eighty four and one quarter. March SRW wheat down one and one half cents, seven fifty nine and three quarters. March spring wheat closed at nine twenty six, up three and three quarter cents. Chip. Yeah, I would like to say that one of the markets is trying to exert its force over the other markets, but I don't know if you can really say that at this point. You know, in the different flavors, spring wheat just kind of feels like it's going to hang in here because it's got to stay competitive with corn and soybeans. Uh, the HRW market's going to have to continue to factor in the, uh, the the uncertainty over the growing season. 
Well, chip ethanol production in the weekend of December 27 totaled 1.028 million barrels per day, up 16,000 from the previous week. Ethanol stocks slipped 2.5% on the week to 24.4 million barrels. That's also 5.5% below the elevated levels at this time last year. Implied gasoline demand was the highest in five weeks. Increasing concern about Ukrainian farmers' ability to produce a crop in 2023 was back in the spotlight. Producers expect a grain crop of 35 to 40 million metric tons in 2023, but chip, that's down 51 million in 2022. March corn opened fractionally lower and dropped sharply before recovering to close back on top of 680. March corn futures one and one quarter cents higher at 681. May corn up two cents, 679 and one half. July corn futures closed at 668, up two and three quarters, chip. Yeah, the uncertainty over the Ukrainian production potential for the year ahead is is something that it's going to take a while to fully get our hands around. It's going to be, I, I think it will be a, a a floor under the, the corn and the wheat market for a little while longer. Soybean futures have reconnected with trade in the soybean oil market. Crude oil futures dropped solidly today, pulling bean oil prices sharply lower and triggering a round of selling in bean futures. Bear spreaders were also very active in the bean market with the July-November spread narrowing eight cents today. The return of hot and dry conditions in Argentina is limiting selling interest in the soybean meal market. March bean futures opened slightly lower, stopped just short of a full test of resistance at yesterday's high, then turned to the downside to close below support at yesterday's low. March beans 17 and three quarter cents higher, 15, 20 and one quarter. May beans down 13 and three quarter cents at 15, 16 and one half. July beans closed at 15, oh, eight, down 10 and three quarter cents. Yeah, March bean oil today down 154 points, and March meal was up 50 cents a ton, five zero cents per ton. So a lot of spreading activity in the products there, too. March cotton, 61 points lower, 85.61. Livestocks, nothing bearish in USDA's cattle report on Tuesday, but support in the cattle complex drained out of the market today. February fats, 42 and a half lower, 158.42 and a half. April fat cattle dropped 80 cents, 162.22 and a half. And March feeders, $2.90 lower, 183.25. Snout side, sellers piled back into the lean hog market. February futures filled the October 29 upside price gap and have another gap to fill with a target of 72.72 and a half. Feb hogs, 90 cents lower, 73.97 and one half. And April hogs, $2.12 and a half lower, 84.30. Chip. All right. Thank you very much, Davis. Let's bring in Todd Horowitz, BubbaTrading.com. Good afternoon, Bubba. How are good, you, man? Good afternoon, sir. I, I, You know, for a guy who is surrounded by idiots on TV, <laughs> I am doing great. That's fantastic. Okay, well, so listen so to this serene. imbecile speak. Number, so number, you know, number one, number one on your idiot list is still on TV as we speak here. Uh, yes, he is. To- and I actually, I watched it for the first time. And he's still dumb. He hasn't changed. He hasn't gotten any smarter. <laughs> oh, Bubba. Okay. I mean, so look, cor- look at what's going on here. Is the, is the economy improved? In your opinion, is the economy improved? No. No. Are you paying less for, for everything no. else? Are you paying no. less for your food? No. no. Oh, so we're going to get to 2% from 20%, even though they tell us it's 6.5%. I mean, what do they think? Where they take us for fools that that nobody knows that the, all these job layoffs are coming, okay? And they continue to keep the pressure on the grain markets. Come on, this is a this is la- this is not laughable. It's cryable. What do you want to see them do? 
I'd like to see them shut the, you know, up and, and get off TV and not talk. I'd like to see them follow their actual mandate, which is really employment, not manipulating interest rates to help the extremely wealthy and, and destroy the middle class. That's what I would like to see them do, but they don't want to do that. That is this, this whole game that they're playing is ridiculous. I mean, yeah. interest rates should never have been down to zero in the first place. Yeah. But of course yep. we get the pocketbook to bail out the banks. Right. I mean, that's remember too big to fail. Okay, yeah. that's the that's the, the we mandate. Don't have the so the farmers who, we got the printing press to bail out the banks, right? Exactly, yeah. and and of course, who who has to pay back the printers? The the middle yeah. class, the taxpayer. So yeah, right. look, they're they're not going to change. This is this is ridiculous. I mean, from listening to climate change to everything else, nothing is better except our taxes are higher, and and we're getting less for our money. What so, do you want to see them you, do you, with you, interest rates? I'd like to see interest rates keep going higher. I'd like to see them. I'd like to see them let the market determine what rates should be, not okay. the Federal Reserve. You okay, know, the, the so market be a follower itself, of the market well, on it and, and get on top of the inflation rate. Right. Let let, let yeah. the price discovery truly find where interest rates should be because you know interest rates are really could be much much higher because that's what people are paying from credit yeah. card debt to every other debt. Oh, my my music's coming. Love you guys. Have a great Love day. You, Bubba. <laughs> See you, man. Bubba Trading. We've got Jared Creed next. From powering irrigation engines to warming buildings, propane has always been a part of American farm life. Now you can be a part of propane's future and save money at the same time. The Propane Farm Incentive Program is a research initiative that provides farmers up to $5,000 towards the purchase of new propane-powered equipment. In exchange, participants share performance data to make tomorrow's ag operations more cost-effective, more efficient, and more environmentally friendly with propane. Getting started is simple. Visit propane.com slash farm incentive to see if you're eligible. To produce higher yields and greater value at harvest, timing is everything. Full Scale from Helena helps soybeans reach their full potential with breakthrough foliar nutrition and reproduction. Full Scale delivers beneficial plant extracts and micronutrients with the added efficiency of ENC formulation technology. It gives your soybeans every opportunity to grow strong returns this season. Contact your local ag retailer or Helena representative to learn more about Full Scale. Always read and follow label instructions and check registration status before use. We don't make the news, we render it. Agritalk. Hold on, hold on, I'll be there in a second. Just keep that going. Coming. Has been some part of the song I know. I, I can't. Could you play, could you play along? I can't play much more. Right. I'm okay. Out. Well, welcome back to AgriTalk. I'm your host, Chip Flory. Glad that you were with us this afternoon. Baba, man. Yeah. You know what? Okay, here's one thing. Here's one thing that I will 100% completely agree with. When Ben Bernanke started doing the post-meeting press conferences, mm-hmm. everybody thought it was great. Oh, so much transparency. Isn't this wonderful? It it has completely removed the opportunity for surprise. Okay, mm-hmm. sometimes you need sometimes you need to jawbone. Need sometimes you need to get on there and say, "Listen, Dad Gummit, we." <laughs> I just said, "Dad Gummit." Drop a little dynamite in the pond to bring the bluegill to the surface <laughs> is what you do. Yeah, so, sometimes sometimes you need to jawbone it and say, "No, listen, 
unless you guys knock it off, we're, you know, interest rates are going to the moon. And that works because it has worked to a certain degree. And he has, he, he has talked down some spending, I believe. He has talked down some of the inflation rate. Mm-hmm. At the same time, with these press conferences and the, the willingness of the Fed governors to speak, you just lose all the, the, the potential shock mm-hmm. uh, of a half-point interest rate increase uh, yeah. at going from a half-point to a quarter of a point. It, it, you, you lose well, that ability, and, yeah. and I don't know. A three-quarter point should have been a shock. But we should have been coming four weeks away. We knew yeah. it. Yeah, knew it was coming. Knew it was coming. All right. Anyway, Jared Creed, JC Marketing. How are you, my friend? I'm doing good. I heard you talking about the Chiefs, but I've got one question for you. How yeah. can you have 20 years in age on top of Tom Brady and he's retiring and you haven't retired yet? <laughs> Man, you got a good freaking question, right? Ooh. I went from dad gummit to freaking there really quick, yeah. didn't I? That You're is slipping. a good question, man. <laughs> that is a good question. You know, I should have been sitting right next there to uh, to Tom and say, you know what? We both had great stretches. This is fantastic. <laughs> you know, well, if, hey, if Chip had on the radio for a reason, right? If yeah. Chip had a better sidekick, he'd be on the river right now. I tell you that. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, no. Maybe what I need is one of the, No, I won't say it. I was going to say an ex-wife that could help pay the bills, Ooh. but I probably shouldn't dangerous say that. Waters. Yeah, you That's probably dangerous better be quiet waters. pretty quick. You bet. You bet. <laughs> so there you go. I mean, you're heading back to the game, man. That's the intent. I was supposed to go out there with some friends in the first place. Uh, Waste Management Open's taking place in Scottsdale yeah. the same weekend. So that town's going to be a little crazy this next, uh, and that this next is, weekend, weekend for, after. For those that don't know the Waste Management, that is the rowdiest golf tournament of the year right there so it makes sense that you're going (laughs) thank you (laughs) stay day to day with me here for just a moment uh what do you make of what the markets are doing right now well i can't help but reflect on a little bit of what bubba was talking about there it seems like any of this government data in the last couple months uh, a lot of pent up emotion going into it and in the ag space just ultimately trying to dodge bullets trying to dodge that next shoe to drop to impact ultimately, you know, lower grain prices. Uh, I, I'm not an economist. I'm obviously not going to pretend to be one, but I'm kind of dead set on the idea that, yeah, our inflation has tapered a little bit, primarily driven by energy. But I think the demand from the U.S. consumer, regardless what the good is, is very, very strong. And that's part of our problem. Yeah, you can go down a path around labor, uh, but just I just don't see anybody – um, you know, slowing down their spending on really anything. I know what's happening yeah. here and there, but it's just not evident in day to day. So until the demand from U.S. consumers slows down, I mean, what's the new norm for the next year? Uh, yeah. But I'll tell you what, I mean, the equity markets are definitely on fire here this afternoon after the after the uh, FOMC minutes were released. Right, right. Um, okay, you know, just a real quick comment on that. I think it's starting to happen because the you know average consumers including myself are going to the grocery store and looking at that bill and then you look at the bags and you realize that that grocery bill used to correspond with twice as many bags i'd agree with you there 
And that is having an impact on the way I'm thinking about spending going forward. And I think that that is, is going to have an impact on, on consumers and spending here going forward. So anyway, okay. What are you talking about with your clients right now, Jared? Well, the last couple of months has really been trying to analyze and identify kind of what our cost production is for next year relative okay. to the last couple of years. And I mean, it's no secret that input costs have risen in the inflation environment we were just speaking on. You know, I find it interesting that year on year differences, obviously our soybean price was rallying at this time last year. Um, obviously haven't done necessarily a, a rally recently in the beans, but the margin on a per acre basis is suffering dramatically year on year in, in soybeans. Uh, and actually on corn, um, you know, <laughs> last year yeah. we had a lower price corn at this point. We rallied through the month of February to establish a 590 insurance price. And that's kind of right where we're at today. But to start the month, 50 cent cheaper corn uh, year on year, we had a better margin outlook. That just kind of goes to show you what your cost of production has done year on year. And I just got some of our, um, you know, our weighted average cost production increases year on year. Iowa's from basically 1,050 to 1,180 uh, on a per acre basis. Minnesota from 1,020 to 1,130. Nebraska up another 100 bucks from 1,070 to 1,170. And, you know, even South Dakota pulling up the rear up 110. Uh, and I think there's probably more folks out there that are closer to a true 550 to 575, uh, a true cash break even in the corn market uh, than there are closer to five. Um, and, you know, every, every case is different. I respect that. Uh, but I'm going to go with the majority are, are maybe just maybe one of the uh, potential issues that I see right now, Chip, is it's been a really, really good run in agriculture and a lot of good financial positions. Individuals are getting through their balance sheets right now. Uh, for the most part, everybody feels pretty good. And I think that that can create a little bit of complacency. As soon as they start writing those big checks for those inputs, it creates a little bit more awareness. But just a little bit of reality of, you know, what are we trying to accomplish this next year? It's kind of an unprecedented time. We're spending that much money. And at least in our client base, primarily focused in the Western Corn Belt, uh, I mean, it's just a no-brainer to push corn as hard as you can uh, after, yeah. you know, agronomic uh, considerations. Yeah. Okay. So some of the conversations that I've had with guys that are still trying to make the final decision, every time they say, I, I do not like the cost on corn for 2023, don't feel good about it at all, uh, just tightening things up. I, I need to at least consider some more soybeans someplace, somehow in, in my mix. If they've got some room to do that agronomically, as you just said. And then there's a hesitation. And I mean, too, 100% of the time, there's a hesitation. And you ask them, okay, what, what do you think? What's going through your mind right now? I'm thinking that maybe I should just power through with my, with, with my input costs, stick with my corn plans, and let everybody else make the changes on their planning intentions and drop their corn acres. Well, if everybody's thinking that, how, how does it end up? Well, there's no doubt that uh, I don't, I'll never agree with the idea that rotation is King. Yeah. Maybe for the majority, but there's always a consideration from recency bias on price and, you know, forecasted price in the future. Obviously yeah. just started the insurance averaging period today. Uh, knock on wood, we can come close to $6 for a spring price maybe closer to 14 on beans. 
but at the end of the day, the relationship of those two and the actual prices will still dictate that last five to 10 million acres of swing acres between corn and beans. I just think that the most important piece that anybody that's making that decision, am I going with extra corn? Am I making the decision to go away from that to go to beans? Don't make that decision in the spot in a future view and just run with oh. it. You have to take some proactive measures on that decision because obviously things can change down the road. Back to your comment that if everybody else is going to go this way, I'm going to go the opposite way. Right. Uh, what if that decision's wrong? And what if you actually need to just go ahead and make sure that you're making that financial decision, you're investing something to get a return on it, take action on that decision on the front end rather than see what happens. Uh, and I think that kind of goes back to the complacency side. But one, one of the most important pieces that I feel this year, and maybe we're not going to finish this in this segment, but I want to come back to it. Uh, the majority of corn soybean producers in the Midwest versus their true cash cost production, family living, so on and so yeah. on, they're not going to be able to ensure a break even. Okay. Their yeah, overall, oh, I hear the music. I apologize. We'll hold off for nope. the second segment. That, that's exactly where we're going to start when we come back. We are talking with Jared Creed, JC Marketing. We're going to pick it up. Uh, we've been able to ensure cost of production in the past couple of years. Is that going to happen on 23 Crop? We'll talk about it with Jared next. To produce higher yields and greater value at harvest, timing is everything. Full Scale from Helena helps soybeans reach their full potential with breakthrough foliar nutrition and reproduction. Full Scale delivers beneficial plant extracts and micronutrients with the added efficiency of ENC formulation technology. It gives your soybeans every opportunity to grow strong returns this season. Contact your local ag retailer or Helena representative to learn more about Full Scale. Always read and follow label instructions and check registration status before use. From powering irrigation engines to warming buildings, propane has always been a part of American farm life. Now, you can be a part of propane's future and save money at the same time. The Propane Farm Incentive Program is a research initiative that provides farmers up to $5,000 towards the purchase of new propane-powered equipment. In exchange, participants share performance data to make tomorrow's ag operations more cost-effective, more efficient, and more environmentally friendly with propane. Getting started is simple. Visit propane.com slash farm incentive to see if you're eligible. Time now for news of note from Pro Farmer. The U.S. Ag Attaché in Argentina slashed its estimate of the country's soybean crop to 9.5 million metric tons below USDA's official January forecast. Consumer inflation in the Eurozone increased 8.5% from year ago in January. Core inflation, which excludes food and energy prices, rose to 7% from 6.9%. Earlier this week, the head of the Ukrainian Agribusiness Club said he expected Ukraine's grain production to fall to between 35 and 40 million metric tons this year. Kevin McCarthy and his House GOP conservative allies want steep cuts to domestic programs and a trim to defense spending. President Xi Jinping says China will establish a long-term mechanism to boost consumption so consumers will have a stable income. Get more at TryProFarmer.com. Opinions expressed on AgriTalk do not necessarily reflect the views of Farm Journal Broadcasting, affiliate stations, or sponsors. The best talkers in ag, including you. Join the conversation on AgriTalk. Call us at 855-4-TALK-AG. 
Welcome back to AgriTalk. I'm Chip Flory. Glad that you're wow. with us this afternoon. Looky there. 178,800 U.S. dollars gets you 52 acres of property on the beachfront in Fiji. You Say that again, got please. That. You probably got that like in your dresser drawer. Say that again, please. 179 grand gets you 52 acres on the beach in Fiji. Well, I had it. I had the treasury print me that new two hundred thousand dollar coin. <laughs> oh, so you can afford to to put a house on it too, or maybe sure. like some sort of grass hut or something. Well, uh, you got to plan ahead. Cute. Yeah, you, you want to plan, plan ahead. ahead. Huh. I got. I I'm gonna have to create. You know, I'm gonna have to build that airstrip so that Tom can come visit. Sure, sure. You know, well, I'm here. to Wow, tell you. lots to I'm do. Here to tell lots you. to do. You know We're what? Don't answer Jared me now. Creed. <laughs> Let's recap where the markets close first. Absolutely. March hard red winter wheat futures, five and one half cents higher today, eight eighty four and one quarter. March soft red wheat down one and one half cents to seven fifty nine and three quarters. March corn futures one and one quarter cents higher, six eighty one. July corn futures closed at six sixty eight. That's up two and three quarter cents. March soybean futures seventeen and three quarter cents higher, fifteen twenty and one quarter. July beans closed at 15.08, down 10 and three quarter cents. March cotton, 61 points lower today, 85.61. Livestocks, February fat cattle, 42 and a half cents lower, 158.42 and a half. March feeders, $2.90 lower, 183.25. And February lean hog futures, 90 cents lower, 73.97 and one half. That's your quick market recap. Back to you, Chip. All right. Thank you very much, Dave. It's Jared Creed, JC Marketing, is our guest today. Jared, right at the end of the last segment, heading into this year, and it's appropriate that you're on on February 1 to talk about this, but heading into this year, it it, it, it feels like we're going to be looking at a different situation than what we have the past couple of years when it comes to the insurance levels and what that insurance will cover on the 23 crop. Jared, please dial star six. <laughs> Jared. So anyway, you can uh, swim with sea Jared, turtles Jared, out there. Jared, star six on your phone. With the sea turtles and their flippers. <laughs> you know, you wake up in the morning, there's dolphins. Okay, are you, you there, me? buddy? I'm here. Okay, there you go. Okay, <laughs> so did you hear the setup there? Yes, I did. Okay, Sorry, go I was for starting it. to run into it. So a lot of info to kind of share here. Short amount of time, but we'll try yeah. to burn through it. Uh, okay. It's no secret, costs higher. Insurance revenues will be relatively similar last year. Maybe a bright spot in that if our volatility factor stays, you know, at least at the current levels that we're at, insurance premiums in general should be a tad bit cheaper than last year. So there's one bright spot. Yep. Yep. Uh, but I mean, here's here's where the here's where the rubber meets the road. Uh, just walk through the simple mechanics of an insurance policy. If our spring insurance price happens to be $6 and a producer elects an 80% insurance policy, the producer has an APH for a reason. That's their yield history. So if I'm a 200 bushel APH corn grower, I've got an 80% policy, $6 spring price, and I go grow a 200 bushel corn crop, my federal crop insurance is giving me nothing for any support until December corn would be below $4.80. Right there, there's your red light. $4.80, very few individuals would make money unless they're coming away with a tremendous yield to produce themselves out of a hole. So painting a little bit of reality picture, I mean, that gets back to understanding the revenue guaranteed is not to where we need it to be. I feel that this year, 
the importance in federal crop insurance is more about the guaranteed bushels, not the guaranteed revenue. And okay. how does an individual potentially leverage those guaranteed bushels? I don't want to advocate some type of a negative price view in any way, shape, or form. I would like to be generally optimistic here for at least a few more months. But when it comes down to identifying, we're paying big interest rates right now. Most listeners can still probably sell six and a half to seven and a half dollar corn based upon where they're located. The revenue situation for 22 is probably enough that suggests that the farm can take a nice step forward. I got to put the lid on that one. I almost like to think about a football analogy. We've had a great three years, or now I've played really good three quarters. What do I get to do in the fourth quarter if I have a big lead? What kind of defense do I start to play? I start to play prevent defense. So if a farmer thinks about in that mentality, how do I make sure that if it's 2023 or if it's 2024, when something turns around in the market, if it ever does, how am I going to be positioned to keep the farm moving in the right direction? I generally do fear that if and when something does change to put tremendous negative margins back in the ag space, we're going to see further consolidation that will make the last 10 years uh, look like child's play. So what do I mean by guaranteed bushels uh, on? This is just math. The fortunate okay. piece about crop insurance, it is just math. Yep. As soon as the producer runs the planter across the field, those bushels are now guaranteed. And you have the ability, most farms can be somewhere around the 30 to 40% mark with a $6 corn price in front of it, just a board of trade, that no matter what happens with the right insurance policy, they're going to be okay. Because the needed price on the balance of the crop to cover the revenue that they need to break even or reach their goal can be moved below the, the crop insurance price support. That's imperative right there that we have to understand the mechanic of a high dollar insurance policy that we're buying. We understand equipment, yep. seed, all this stuff, the value that we're getting out of it, have to understand that. Awesome. So I think maybe here's just a follow-up to it. You know, what's the goal? Okay. What is the goal in 23? Well, are we just trying I, to make money? Are we yeah. trying to improve the balance sheet? Are we making capital uh, purchases, acquisitions, what have you? How am I going to get there? And that's what should start the conversation of analyzing what type of marketing decisions could I make coupled with my crop insurance to ultimately become bulletproof of being able to generate enough revenue to sustain moving forward in the calendar year 2023. Greatest fear, if we don't move forward in 2023 and it's on the heels of lower grain prices, yeah. I have no clue what to think about 24 based upon the risk of commodity prices moving faster than the expenses we put on the table. Okay. Now, let's get to crop insurance time, middle of March. I'm trying to decide what I'm going to do. I'm the guy that's pessimistic as heck for the year ahead. I'm going to go with your numbers. I got 200 bushel APH and we're sitting at six bucks, but I'm the guy that's pessimistic, pessimistic for the rest of the year. I think prices are going down. Talk to me about how to use that revenue guarantee to advance my, uh, my marketing. Generally speaking, if an individual is pessimistic on price, they might be pretty optimistic on yield. 
So first off, you have to acknowledge what your insurance actually means to you. And it goes back to, again, if I raise my APH, I can do the calculation differently by taking my percent policy times the spring price. That's where my price support would kick in from federal crop. So acknowledging that a 200 bushel, 80%, six bucks, that producer is going to be guaranteed $960. Say they're spending a thousand or 1100, or they want to generate 1100 revenue to actually put some money in their pocket. Okay. All you're doing is some simple algebra, kind of a three phase type of a deal. What revenue can I generate within forward contracting? What type of revenue do I need yeah. to generate to cover my costs or reach my goal and identify on that needed revenue and my bushels left to sell, what price do I need? And if you can get that price down below where your federal crop would provide protection for you, that's the bulletproof thought process. I mean, we're talking about unprecedented times of maybe not being able to insure a profit. Well, the other, the flip side to that is we have unprecedented times that allows us at these higher price levels to drive down the price needed down to a price point that is, you know, financially not going to hurt you. And okay. again, that's like a two-year view. I don't want to lose a hundred, two hundred bucks an acre in working capital okay. in the calendar year twenty-three because I'm in trouble in twenty-four. Yep. Okay. And it's not that it wouldn't be that much of a surprise to see farms burn 50% of their working capital in one year if we went south. It happens. Yep. No doubt about it. Okay. Not a lot of time, but I'm going to do this to you. Now I'm the, I'm the optimistic guy. I just want that crop insurance program to prevent, you know, a, a, a business failure. Talk to me about how to use that in my marketing. Well, if you want to go that route, you better be willing to leverage the subsidy programs that crop insurance provides and just buy up as much coverage as you possibly can, you know, using a high level multi-parallel policy. And maybe that comes with some of these private product endorsements to guarantee you more bushels, like an upper band coverage or a price kicker to move your spring price higher. You know, there's ways to go about it. Everything comes with an expense. That's oftentimes what turns people off. Nobody likes to spend money on insurance. I get it. Uh, but if if the goal is to make sure I make money and I want to ride the wave to higher prices, then at least I know I have the outlet to leverage, again, a cheaper product in the form of crop insurance programs relative to what I could go recreate in the open market yeah. in some type of a futures or option strategy. Yep. Yep. Jared, this gives us a lot to think about. There's no question about it. Um, as we get after after we get the spring price set, I know I usually wait oh, two or three, three or four months before I get you back on. But I think I'm, if you're up for it, I'm going to have you back on early March, and we'll go through some of this decision making process again. All right? Sounds like a plan. Appreciate it. Go Chiefs. Hey, buddy. Have fun down in Arizona. Good luck. See you. All right, that is Jared Creed, JC Marketing. Davis and I will be right back to wrap up today's AgriTalk. To produce higher yields and greater value at harvest, timing is everything. Full Scale from Helena helps soybeans reach their full potential with breakthrough foliar nutrition and reproduction. Full Scale delivers beneficial plant extracts and micronutrients with the added efficiency of ENC formulation technology. 
It gives your soybeans every opportunity to grow strong returns this season. Contact your local ag retailer or Helena representative to learn more about Full Scale. Always read and follow label instructions and check registration status before use. From powering irrigation engines to warming buildings, propane has always been a part of American farm life. Now you can be a part of propane's future and save money at the same time. The Propane Farm Incentive Program is a research initiative that provides farmers up to $5,000 towards the purchase of new propane-powered equipment. In exchange, participants share performance data to make tomorrow's ag operations more cost-effective, more efficient, and more environmentally friendly with propane. Getting started is simple. Visit propane.com slash farm incentive to see if you're eligible. The truth is hard to come by these days unless you listen to Agritalk. Just looking up uh, how many U.S. dollars equals one Fijian dollar. No, not Mississippi. Fiji. 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 And she said something about that ex-wife crack, too. Mm-hmm. I don't I've, know. I have no doubt, and I'm, I'm imagine that conversation will be ongoing. Well, yeah. No! Yeah, make the bid. Go ahead. Mm. Okay, there we go. We're all right. One United States dollar equals 2.15 Fijian dollars. All right. All right. We're good. So, uh, we're good. You know, I say convert. Out. Let's just convert. If you've had a goal in mind on what mm-hmm. it would take for you to retire, if uh-huh. you convert it to Fijian dollars or whatever mm-hmm. it is, yeah. Fijian currency, you can get there like twice as fast. Mm-hmm. Yes. Is that how it works? That's exactly it. Now it's going to going to cost you a small fortune to to move all your stuff there oh i'm I mean, leaving it, it all here you're leaving it <laughs> what am i going to do with it here what, down there well you got to go fishing oh like they don't have fishing equipment for me in fiji i don't know dude how are you i mean uh, don't might be the make kind of me... thing where you're you're if... did you see castaway did you see what he <laughs> like a porta potty washed up on the beach and he'd Tried to make a boat out of it. Yeah, yeah, kind of worked. Uh, yeah, no, we'll we'll figure it out. It, it's right. you know, it's kind of the way it goes. Sometimes you just have to figure it out. You know what? I can help you save a little bit of money. But by the way, welcome back to AgriTalk, everyone. Um, we just sort of started <laughs> midstream here, yeah. just just spitballing some ideas. Uh, I can I can lend you some of my uh, some of my speedos. That's that's really all you're going to need over there, dude. Huh? Dude, no. No, thank you. I no, no, I, mm. I, I no. I feel like you're board answering shorts, too quickly. baby. Board you're, shorts. You're not thinking it through. Board, board shorts. shorts. You, get, you get sand up in there. <laughs> you're miserable for days. Miserable. Yeah. I can imagine. <laughs> Speedo keeps it all out. <laughs> Dude, you're making me uncomfortable now. Sealed for solid comfort. That's all I'm saying. Just all I'm saying. <laughs> When you play prevent defense, sometimes all you prevent is success. Well, um, just taking the other side of the coin here because Jared Creed from JC Marketing has clearly thought very deeply about all of this stuff and really has a great handle on what's up. But, uh, you know, that's just what they say in the sports ball with the prevent defense. Yeah, and he made it a football reference. Well, I'll make he it did. a basketball reference. And I saw the Iowa State Cyclones blow a 23-point lead against the last-place team in the Big 12 by 
changing their defense and other mm-hmm. things and mm-hmm. other things. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's dangerous in business. I think it is a little different. Um, you what what it means is in playing this prevent defense. If you've got if you are in a position in which you know you are going to win, lock it in. Lock it in. Prevent it from getting away from you. You can do that. There are tools available to you in farming that allow you to do that. Um, there are now what what you are doing when when you are doing that is you are you, you you're going to be removing some of the opportunity that exists from this point forward. So let's go back to football. If you're if you're three possessions up and you go prevent defense, you only got to end up one possession. All mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That's all you got to do. And who you know un- unless you're a gambler, which I understand a lot of people are, but it, what makes the difference what makes the difference if you win by three possessions or by one possession? You still win. So in farming, you want to. If you're up by three, you can lock in the three. You may be giving up the opportunity to get to that fourth possession, that fifth possession. Okay, mm-hmm. you might not be able to score any more beyond that. But if you're, if it's too good to pass up what you've already got, you can lock it in. You can lock it down, and I think that's what Jared's talking about. If you can heroically limp through an extra six yards and make it out of bounds, you might just bring yourself within field goal range and but take not the trophy. Sur- am I right? But not survive a UCL tear. Ah, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what happened to uh, to uh, Brock Purdy there. Uh, Tommy John in his future He's back, won't he? Can you? Well, it depends on the success of the surgery for a lot of major league pitchers. Mm-hmm. When they go through a torn UCL and they they have Tommy John surgery, sometimes mm-hmm. they come back stronger than than they were before they tore it. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. but this was such a a, a quick injury for yeah. pitchers. It happens over time. It's wear and tear. It's wear and tear. It's wear and right. tear, and then boom, yeah. then it's gone. Yeah. This was motion, motion stopped, ligaments torn. It's gonna be tough. It'll be tough. Jared asked the question, what is the goal in 23 and how you know, am I going and to that, get there? And that the ability to recover from something like that, yeah. it brings Fiji back in play. It kind of does. Flights from uh, 1,013 out of LAX. Now, you got to get to L.A. From 1,013? 1,013 to fly one way to Fiji. Dude, you can't fly out of eastern Iowa to Orlando for that. That's two grand to get you both there. You, Two can't grand, do, a handful you cannot of do that from Eastern Iowa to Orlando. Uh-huh. Fiji is looking better and better and better to me all the time. I'm here to tell you. Get you one of those canoes with the uh, pontoon off just one no, side, gonna, like Hawaii Five O. I am going to dig one with a coconut shell when I get there out of a like palm that. tree. I like that. I could see you doing that. Oh, I'm very DIY. Just keep DIY. the sand out D- of the board D- shorts. DIY. DIY. Yeah. 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 Do it yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's me. That's me all the way. Why pay the guy? Do it yourself.
Well, I'll be back tomorrow morning as host behind the big green <laughs> leafy microphone of talk, everybody. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> actually, 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 I am going to be over at Wisconsin Dells for the Wisconsin Corn and Soy Expo. I've been over there at least three times for this meeting in the past. It's a great meeting. I'm going to spend a little bit. involved in that? A little what? WRDN. Are they involved in that? They may be over there as well, yeah. We're going to spend a little bit of time on stage, and then we're going to do both shows from Wisconsin tomorrow. We'll see you tomorrow from the Dells.